Good morning, I'm Charlotte Freeland from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, March 10th. In today's news, the USDA is planning to provide free school meals for kids through summer, and Biden's dogs will return to the White House after an incident led to minor injuries. But first, the big idea. The difficult task of selecting a jury in the trial for Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is underway. Chauvin was filmed with his knee on George Floyd's neck last May and is facing second-degree murder and manslaughter charges. The Post's Holly Bailey reports prosecution and defense attorneys began questioning a large pool of potential jurors on Tuesday, even as ongoing appeals over the charges in the case are threatening to delay the proceedings. Attorneys pressed potential jurors on several issues, including how many times they had seen the video of Floyd's death, their views on Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter, and what interactions, if any, they had with the Minneapolis Police Department and other law enforcement. By the end of the day, three jurors were selected and six others were dismissed after hours of slow and sometimes intense questioning. Nearly all of those questioned admitted to holding very negative views of Chauvin. Attorneys are seeking to seat 12 jurors and up to four alternates in the landmark trial. The first juror selected was a white man from Minneapolis who works as a chemist. The man told attorneys he had not seen the viral footage of Chauvin kneeling on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes. Chauvin's defense attorney questioned the man who said he has only seen a still image of the incident and that that photo and other extensive media coverage of Floyd's death had not strongly shaped his opinions on the case. The second juror seated was a woman who appeared to be of mixed race. She told attorneys she was excited to receive a summons in the case. She told the court she grew up in northern Minnesota and had an uncle who works in law enforcement, but insisted this would not impact her ability to be a fair juror. Like most of the potential jurors questioned, the woman did say she had a negative view of Chauvin, who sat at a nearby table, largely avoiding eye contact with those being questioned. The third juror seated was a white man who works as a corporate auditor. He also reaffirmed his negative view of Chauvin and his interaction with Floyd, but insisted he was undecided about Chauvin's guilt or innocence. Of the six jurors dismissed, three were people of color, including a 19-year-old black man who told the court he was suspicious of law enforcement and a woman from Mexico who said she was concerned about a language barrier. Defense attorneys have argued that a fair trial is not possible in Minneapolis because of extensive media coverage of the case and intense emotions in the community around policing, but their attempts to move the trial have so far been denied. Jury selection is expected to continue today, and that's the big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar. Number one, the U.S. Department of Agriculture announced Tuesday that it plans to offer free meals to all American schoolchildren when school's out over the summer. Post reporter Laura Riley says this would reach more of the estimated 12 million kids experiencing food insecurity. In its announcement, the USDA said it's extending waivers that allow all schoolchildren to receive free meals until September 30th. The waivers allow meals to be served at no cost and outside of mealtimes. That means in some school districts, parents and guardians will be allowed to pick up multiple days of food at a time and their child will not have to be present with them. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack was quoted as saying, We will do everything we can to make sure children get access to healthy, nutritious meals regardless of their family's financial circumstances. 
During the pandemic, most school meal programs have operated at a loss with significantly higher costs and no increased per meal reimbursement from the USDA. And Tuesday's announcement did not come with an increase for providers, raising concern from school administrators and food advocacy groups. Before Tuesday's announcement, the waiver would have expired at the end of June, meaning many summer meal sites would have ceased operations. School nutrition advocates are hopeful that the measure will provide the federal government with the momentum it needs to adopt universal free meals for all school children nationwide. Minnesota, Maine, Vermont, Massachusetts, California, and Oregon have already introduced bills to make free school meals universal at the state level. Number two, President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden's two dogs who have been in Delaware will return to the White House. At Tuesday's White House briefing, Press Secretary Jen Psaki described an incident in which the younger dog, Major, caused injury to an unfamiliar person. The minor injury was handled by the White House Medical Unit on site. The Post's Sean Sullivan and John Wagner report that First Lady Jill Biden is visiting West Coast military bases this week. So the first dogs, Champ and Major, were sent to Delaware to stay with family and friends for the duration of her trip. Earlier Tuesday, the White House released a statement saying the dogs had been sent to Delaware. But that statement made no mention of a report about the aggressive behavior of the younger dog. But at the press briefing later, Saki answered lingering questions about the incident. The dog, Major, was surprised by someone, causing his alarmed reaction. CNN reported the incident to be with a member of the White House security staff and that Major has been known to display agitated behavior, including jumping, barking, and charging at staff. Saki said Major and Champ are still getting acclimated and accustomed to their new surroundings and new people. When asked by a reporter if Major could be euthanized as a result of the episode, Saki said that would not be the case. That's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, March 10th. I'm Charlotte Freeland. Thanks for listening.